the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm your host, Edward Brown. I'm proud to have as my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, one of California's fastest growing mortgage investment firms, and Patty Cohn of Pacific Union International. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for three vacations given away during this show. Now, the vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina, located about one hour northeast of San Francisco, and in which uh, I have an interest in the company that manages it. Kind of got to give a little disclosure there. You do a very good job with it, too, Edward. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay, this it's is, still fun. It is, it, is, <laughs> it is very fun. I just went uh, out there a couple weeks ago. It was very nice. Oh, yeah, the Delta this time of year? Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should see. go on the uh, Facebook, and you'll see all the pictures and everything. Yeah. Uh, those vacations are free. Their only request is a $100 cleaning fee to cover the housekeeping expenses. And also, we want to make a mention here, if you go to the Best of Investing website and click on Paintball, you'll see how we uh, can get you 85% off. Almost free, as Mark says. Almost free. All right. Today's <laughs> trivia theme is the Olympics. Oh, right? great. I've been okay. watching them. Maybe I'll actually get a few of these. Well, this is from uh, 1730. Old Olympics. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Our website is bestofinvesting.com. Check us out also on television, Comcast Channel 26 and AT&T Channel 99, Saturdays at noon, Sundays at 6 p.m. Patty, you've got some very interesting statistics for us. Well, yeah, it's a very interesting market because if you just look at some of the facts, it's very confusing. So, you know, multiple offers, U.S., uh, uh, we're still the hottest Bay Area is still the hottest job market in the country. Yep, yep. But yet at the same time, there's no doubt in my mind, the market has shifted. Okay. It's going more toward a buyer's market. Like, is it a buyer's market yet? No, it's not. All right. like, but there's no cert- sharp turns here. It's just normalizing. Yeah. It's... Um, it's doing what it's supposed to do. But, but is that a little nerve-wracking for sellers, though, thinking, oh, you yeah. know, okay. Oh, yeah. Get on the market soon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? You're at the top when the sellers start pricing at the same trajectory up, and the market has already shifted. So that's why we're seeing price reductions. We're seeing buyer resistance. And wow. that's the beginning of the turn. Now, now we want to be huh. we want to clarify that, though, right, Patty? Because that's we're ta- we, we know the Bay Area, you know, it has microclimates for the weather, and it has microclimates for real estate 
neighborhoods. And so your your focus, uh, Patty, is, is mostly on the higher end market, right? And, and oh, just residential, any price. Okay, so, yeah. so residential real estate, because I'm seeing a whole bunch of articles uh, about local, you know, California, San Francisco Bay Area, where, where markets, as you said, they're, they're slowing. Like we know here, you know, we're, we're based in Marin. We see Mill Valley slowing down, Tiburon, the, the homes are piling up. But there's other parts of the Bay Area where uh, we're still lending at Pacific Private Money and uh, to, to rehabbers and flippers. And, for example, Berkeley is still on fire. There's like 11 properties on the market total this week. And uh, one of my flipper clients put his house on the market, and he had 90 people walk through on Saturday. So it's just right. it's okay. amazing. So it's, it's not one. It, the point is yeah. it's a changing market. Changing market, And yeah. that is still happening that's what i meant by conflicting there's yeah. still happening yeah. in every city in every price range the the luxury and you know 3 million plus is slow but it's all about pricing it's always all about pricing but you're going to see just as many price reductions as you see the overbidding yeah. so it's still happening but it has already changed and you know w- no question about it like that's every price range every city um, in different gradients, but in all nine nine county, it's it's changed. Well, and even the the lagging indicator, the Case Shiller Index, which uh, they just a couple of weeks ago released the numbers for May, so it's about sixty days behind. And the San Francisco Bay Area for the month of May, year over year, was tracking six and a half percent higher which is still a pretty good appreciation rate, but that's 1% lower than the month before, and it was at 11% at the beginning of the year. So we've gone from double-digit appreciation down to, and again, this is old data, down to 6.5%. And based on what you know, I've been hearing you talk about, Patty, in the last several shows, is that it looks like uh, several segments of the market are, are maybe tracking even a little bit, that maybe that trend's still continuing. Well, I'd like to put it this way. Mid-2005 was the beginning of this shift. So it's not like something just happened. Um, you mean 2015? 15. 15 okay. Me, 15. okay, yeah, I'm starting up all. Oh, are, are we starting again on another no, no, no. cycle? Okay. We had a big change since then. We had a roller yeah. coaster. So I don't think it's going to be the same roller. It's not going to be the same roller coaster because yeah. we have, you know, more solid lending practices. We have a, with the tech seg- segment, although it's changed, it's not like it was before with just puffed up. But at the same time, you know, just where was it just reported that the Bay Area is still number one in the U.S. for home seller price gains. And at the same time, California continues to grow grow jobs faster than any place in the United States. So all of those things are still present, but okay. it's a shift, and it started last year, and it's and it's caught more toward normalization. It's just more relaxing. Yeah. What is that going to do to the rental market? Oh, the rental market has no question changed. It's changed, and, and I can't really figure out why. But um, yeah, because in San Francisco, aren't there's also being some reductions? In, yes. In, yeah. Well, there's a lot of new inventory coming on in San Francisco with the condominiums that are coming online, yeah. and that's going to start affecting uh, the ability for landlords to increase their prices, which is again is probably a good thing because you've got you've had this huge shift uh, from ho- the homeownership rate has dipped dramatically. In fact, it's the lowest it's been in nearly 60 years, and those people are now renting. But the problem is, is rentals have gone up so high in the Bay Area that yeah. the affordability is just it's it's getting it's hitting a lot of people on both sides, both from home ownership affordability and rental affordability, just to live here in the Bay Area. Well, it's all you know. I I don't think it's just the 
uh, inventory in San Francisco, it's all over the Bay Area, especially the luxury homes. I mean, I personally have a property that I own in Marin that I was getting 10000 for. I, you know, they people moved in a year ago. I showed it one day to five people. Two people made offers. I have that on right now for seventy nine fifty, and it's been on two months. Wow. Oh, yeah. You're giving it away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just kidding. Almost. <laughs> yeah. Almost free. It's wow. definitely like that has nothing to do, like Marin inventory hasn't changed at all. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, is it is it less people are flocking to the Bay Area? Is it the jobs? This is the beginning of, of a shift. But That's not but not a spike. It's not going to change dramatically. Yeah. It's just going to kind of normalize the way it does with cycles. I mean, it's not like unemployment is so high that, you know, those people mm-hmm. can't afford the 10000 It's not that kind of market. It's very strange. interesting. It's very, it's an anomaly. As, okay. As far as I'm Tell you what, we're going to cut to a commercial break here. Uh, here's our first trivia question uh, around the Olympics. Who was the first Excuse me. Who was the Russian darling in 1972 who wowed the world on the uneven parallel bars? Right. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Who was the Russian darling in 1972 who wowed the world on the uneven parallel bars? Mm. You you guys will remember that. All right. Stay tuned. Mm. The best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff, president of Pacific Private Money, and Patty Cohn of Pacific Union International. A lot of Pacifics running around here. Yep. Okay, uh, first trivia question about the Olympics. Who was the Russian darling in 1972 who wowed the world on the uneven parallel bars? So I thought it was Nadia, but no, that's the Romanian one. And so I'm tr- tip my tongue. I can't remember. Patty, you remember? Don't, that? No. no. Olga Corbett. Oh, Olga, oh, Olga Corbett, of course. In oh, fact, yes. if you remember, tip she, of my she, she would jump. Up. I mean, it oh, just, I, I can't do it on radio amazing. here. But uh, she stood to, up and did a black. Flip yeah, exactly. The and then she landed on the bottom one and then flew back and caught it. I mean, I still remember her routine. Yeah. That's how, how amazing that was. And for those of you who are too young to remember, just uh, Google Olga Corbett. Uh, and I'm sure that uh, you'll you'll be wowed yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so Mark, let's move on to you. You've got some good stuff for us. Well, there's a lot of interesting articles, and, and so last segment we were talking about uh, the normalization of the San Francisco Bay Area market, and, uh, and you know, one thing we didn't we ran out of time last segment, Patty. I was going to ask you a question: is, is anything that's happening in the market of concern to you with respect to buying a home or investing in real estate in the Bay Area? Oh, I would still buy and invest in the Bay Area. I mean, first of all, the, you ask yourself the question, should I be in real estate? And if you decide to be in real estate, be in the Bay Area. I mean, I've been investing for 30 years in different places, and I look at what how two properties bought for the same price at different areas and how they're doing, and there's nothing like the Bay Area. I, I, would, I would totally agree with you, and I'm glad you said that because, uh, well, first of all, you know, at my company, since we do alternative financing for people who uh, need a fast closing loan or fell out of bank financing or whatever, our volume hasn't changed at all. In fact, it's just been steady. We get a lot of uh, a lot of people are still trying to buy real estate, notwithstanding the fact that it's you know awfully expensive in some markets in here. But I, I absolutely agree. I I don't nothing that I've seen or heard or read 
would lead me to believe that we're a in a bubble. Uh, and I don't, don't like to use the, the the use of that term, um, or, or that there's some imminent correction happening. I mean, no, I really like strong. this normalization of the marketplace. I mean, look, they're just we're not building new inventory, and yeah, if you know if tech crashes, is that going to have an impact on housing prices in some markets in the Bay Area, especially Silicon Valley? Yes, but gosh, some of those Silicon Valley markets are trading at two thousand bucks a square foot. I don't even know if that's <laughs> healthy and definitely not safe, but uh, yeah, so. I totally agree. It's <laughs> but, we're we're not headed down. I mean, the, if you look at the science of prediction and yeah. how people predict, they predict based on what they remember most recently, and we are not going where we most re, where we are lit most recently, which was that huge spike up and that huge spike down, because we still have the strong job market, we still have mm-hmm. solid lending practices, yep. and it, that's not going to change. And we still have net net more supply, more demand well, than uh, supply. Except weren't we talking about, was it the, a week or so ago, how some of the banks are kind of loosening up a little bit too much? Well, for certain buyers, I brought that article in that there were banks uh, uh, in the Bay Area now offering basically 100% financing, but they were cherry picking the, the best of the best of the best, the basically the one percenters who probably could pay all cash for a house, okay. but they don't want them to. They want them to borrow money from their bank. Gotcha. So they have to have probably an, at least an 820 FICO or right, something like a, that. Right, and a really gotcha. healthy uh, balance oh, sheet and cash in the bank. It basically goes back to if you don't need the money, they want to lend it to you. Yeah, so, so it's all more credit-based than it is the equity-based. Right, but the yeah. subprime market has not returned. It it disappeared 10 years ago when the market uh, um, you know blew up, nine years ago, I guess now, uh, when the financial market uh, meltdown occurred in October of uh, 2008, and, and we don't see subprime coming back. In fact, you know the private money lending industry, companies like Pacific Private Money, are kind of filling that void that was left uh, when mm-hmm. subprime disappeared. And so that and it, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't know that that's we want to go back say, to yeah. free money and, no. and easy money and it, liar it, it's loans. It's probably a, a good uh, balance between you know people who can um, who have really good credit and can afford should go to the bank, and those who you know are a little bit uh, on the cusp come to a company like yours. Right. And what's interesting is that um, when you invest in real estate and you study real estate and you go to real estate conferences, they are always telling you that every real estate cycle surpasses the previous cycle, at least in the in the most immediate history, the last thirty, forty, fifty years, maybe even longer than that. Um, uh, Every next cycle surpasses it. Well, we've done that in many Bay Area markets with this current cycle. Now, not the entire United States by far. In fact, there's really been a, a lopsided housing recovery in, in uh, if you look at the country as a whole, but certainly on the, the West Coast, uh, we have now in many markets surpassed the last high, yet all of a sudden now we're afraid of it. Ooh, it's a bubble again. Well, no, it's not a bubble. It's, 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 it's kind of the same thing with the stock market, too. Every time it hits a high, it's there's always the fear it's going to crash. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, back to lending practices, one thing that I'm hearing more and more about that's f- ugly and flushing up is the, the equivalent of the way it was. Now it's with auto loans. Oh. Really nasty stuff. Where, you, you oh. know, this $3,000 um, car is sold to somebody, but by the time they're done with it, they're going to pay twelve thousand for it. But then they and they've got. But it's free credit or easy credit. Well, and I mean? then they can't make the payments, so there's actually in the car beeping all day long, and then at midnight it just shuts down. They take the car, they sell that three thousand dollar car to someone else. This person's already paid it off, but they can't make the payments anymore. They sell that. There was an example wow. I saw on TV today where this 
piece of junk car was sold f- seven times. <laughs> and they are making money hand over fist. The poor person that really hasn't, you know, they say, come to us. Bankruptcy, no problem. Yeah. Multiple bankruptcies, no problem. Poor credit, boom, boom, boom. What's the interest rate that they're trying, that they're it's, charging? Who knows? It's real big. We're car sure. rates are really big. Yeah. yeah. But can they, I mean, well, I mean, if you go to a regular bank, I mean, you can get usually pretty decent if you have good credit. Well, yeah, but, but this is this is the lowest of the low. People that yeah. are, you know, in this can example this? was a woman, yeah. a single mom who it, she had to go on to four different buses and she took her an hour and a half to get to work because she couldn't afford a car. So now she can afford this car, but she said, I don't, I can't really pay more than $3,000 for a car. Well, she got out of there between, you know, at the end of the life of the loan, it would have been, I forget how much, maybe eleven well, or Twelve thousand. So she really couldn't afford three thousand, i.e., cash. No, so she got it alone for the car. Yeah, but I mean, I guess you got to look at the payments and what can you afford for the payments, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the definitely predatory like that, lending. They're not really selling you a car; they're selling you money. They're basically saying, yeah. "Hey, we'll we'll loan you X, and you can walk off a lot with a car." Yeah. But that that amount they're lending you it comes at a very high price. I mean, really predatory stuff. You know, it's diamonds can be that way too. You know, jewelry. Diamonds. <laughs> oh gosh, they're just basically selling money. But yeah. uh, um, I know we only have a couple more before the next segment. But I, I do want to talk a little bit. I, I hinted about the lopsided housing recovery. There was actually a really interesting article in the Wall Street Journal this week about the lopsided housing rebound, leaving millions of people out in the cold. Uh, the subheading was homeownership rate continues to decline as credit issues, student loans, and high prices lead more to rent. And so when we get back, uh, I'd like to maybe talk a little bit about there because there's, you know, we always talk here at the Best of Investing about what's happening in the Bay Area real estate, but it's sometimes interesting to to kind of broaden and take a look at some of the not so fortunate uh, uh, metropolitan areas yeah. in the United States yeah. that aren't, uh, aren't enjoying the robust real estate recovery that we are here. I think right. the key is leading people to rent. So why is the rental market now soft? I yeah. don't understand this. Yeah, me neither. People living uh, in tents, you know, yeah. on the freeway. Couches. All right, so we're going to cut to couches. another commercial break here. So uh, we have a little announcement for the Wine Garden Children's Center. So if imagine your child cannot hear or speak. What do you do? Where do you go? Check out the Wine Garden Children's Center in Redwood City. And what's kind of cool here is on Saturday, October 29th at the Hyatt Regency Santa Clara uh, at 5 p.m., they're having a masquerade party. So you got to check them out at listenspeaklearn.org. I think a few of us from The Best of Investing will be there in case you want to meet the co-hosts. All right, so here is our second trivia question. In 1976, who was the Romanian girl who wowed the world with the first perfect 10 in the field (laughs) of gymnastics? Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hunt and Patty Cohn. Second trivia question. In 1976, who was the Romanian girl who wowed the world with the first perfect 10 in the field of gymnastics? That was Nadia Comaneci. That was Nadia, Nadia Comaneci. In fact, she got a few 10s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Mark, continue on. You've got some good stuff. So um, here's a new one for you. The rise of Trump is due in part by... The lopsided housing rebound. And let me explain. An article in the Wall okay. Street Journal 
suggests this week that the housing recovery that began in 2012 has lifted the overall market but left behind a broad swath of middle class, threatening to create a generation of permanent renters and sowing economic anxiety and frustration it's all for Bush's millions fault. of Americans. <laughs> Remember that? It was all Bush's fault. Yeah. You know, so, this so, makes sense, really. And so overall, if you look at the U.S., prices are now just you know 2% below the peak reached in July. Of course, we know that here in the Bay Area, we've gone over, in fact, significantly over uh, the previous peak. But uh, they're looking at the July 2006 peak, and nationwide, overall prices are now just 2% below. So for the huh. most part, we've, we've pretty much caught up in many markets. But it does say that most of the price gains stem from a lack of fresh supply rather than a surge of buyers. Um, and well, they it's talk probably about the, because of the – I'm sorry for interrupting, but it's probably because of, of all the uh, permits and – and just going through the process. It's really right? difficult mm-hmm. to develop property yeah. today. Yeah. The lopsided recovery has shut out millions of aspiring homeowners who've been forced to rent because of damaged credit, swelling student loans, tough credit standards, and a dearth of affordable homes. And so they're saying now that uh, the percentage of uh, home ownership uh, fell to a 51-year low. I said uh, almost 60 years earlier. So 51-year low of 63%. Uh, and some are predicting that that could fall to maybe 58% by by 2050. And uh, it's interesting, Patty, you were talking about how in the Bay Area we're seeing a normalization of the market. Well, here's a quote from chief economist at the National Association of R- Realtors, who, again, is speaking broadly about the national market. And he's saying, I don't think we are in a normal housing market. The losers are clearly the rising rental population that isn't able to participate in this housing equity appreciation. They are missing out on a big source of middle-class wealth. Mm-hmm. And anxiety about this missed economic opportunities is a key driver of the anti-incumbent anger on both sides of the political spectrum huh. that has helped fuel the insurgent presidential campaigns of Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. So that's the first time I've heard real estate yeah. blame for Donald Trump. Well, I think yeah. it, it really does make sense because if it you does think make about... Sense. There's a good point to this. The, the American dream is, you know, house in the cul-de-sac, a nice car, and do better than your parents. Yeah. It's the first time yeah. they're not doing better than their parents right, and yeah. make America great again, while you could argue means racism, yeah. actually means give us that American dream. Yeah. And it's not only just the younger people, maybe they were more Bernie, but the older people who now never can get back into real estate again. They might be well, unemployed, and they're, they're looking at their future like 60, 70 years old. I'll be unemployed, unemployable, and have nothing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the pensions are gone, the mm. equity is gone. Yeah. You know, cars—that's another story. But yeah, so the American dream's gone. Yeah. Like that was well, traditional. How many, how many of those people are going to then want to vote Democrat just because you know? Oh, the government will take care of me. Well, hopefully not. You know, the yeah. article goes on to say you have these people who can't get housing, and it's turning into rage in, in some people. We're seeing a divide between the wealth of homeowners and the wealth of renters. And so really, but, you know, that's, there really is, uh, um, it, it feels like, and again, I don't have actual statistical um, facts for this, but, you know, when Donald Trump says that the, the haves and the have-nots, the, the, the divide is getting wider, it, it seems like it. You know, here on the West Coast, we know how expensive it is to buy a home, and we see homeownership rates falling nationwide. And so, yeah, not a lot of people have been able to um, get in on this huge run-up in price appreciation that started here in the Bay Area right around 2010, 2011. And if you haven't been able to buy real estate and you're still now struggling to try to buy real estate, well, you kind of missed out on this existing cycle's 
great run mm-hmm. of appreciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you said earlier, Patty, that if you can buy, you should buy, or I'm paraphrasing you, and I yeah. agree with that. If you can buy real estate, you should buy real estate. Um, there's really, in my opinion, never a bad time to buy real estate if you can afford to buy it. It's yeah, one thing I to totally speculate agree. on it, yeah. but if you, if, you need, if you need a home and you're renting now and you can buy a home, you're absolutely better off. The tax benefits are, are uh, definitely um, uh, outweigh um, renting but uh it, it's just interesting that we've got this this uh these parts of the united states that's just, they're just not uh, able to participate in the same kind of run-up yeah, valuations that we have here yeah but why is the rental market soft but anyway just yeah. how, how ironic is it that donald <laughs> trump is the one that's waving the flag for the have-nots <laughs> right, everything's exactly. so backwards wow yeah that is that is a little <laughs> strange so, Mark, um, we've had a couple of minutes before a, a break. Why don't you tell people, uh, the audience, what do, you, what do you do for a living? So, at uh, so I have a company called Pacific Private Money, and we are a private money loan originator for real estate transactions, mostly here in the Bay Area. And our typical client is someone who it's usually one of three things, actually. There's the fix and flip people that come to us and have been coming to us since we started in 2009. Uh, But more recently, the people that come to us are people who are looking to buy a home and either uh, they're in contract and they find out from their uh, source of from the mortgage broker or their bank uh, that they're not going to be able to close in time and that they might actually lose the transaction and potentially lose the deposit that they have on that contract if it's gone non-refundable, if it's gone beyond, say, maybe the two-week contingency period. Uh, and then there's also people who come to us who say, you know, I, I've been trying to buy a house for a year now. I keep putting in offers. It's contingent on financing, and dang, I keep losing out to cash buyers. What do I do? So uh, they come to us for a, a, a quick closing uh, private money loan or hard money loan, as it's called, and they're able to capture that house. Or if they're falling out of contract because their uh, their mortgage um, company is not going to be able to close in time, we'll close it for them using uh, a, a non-contingent, quick-closing, privately funded loan through our, uh, through our mortgage pool funds. And, uh, and they get the house. Yeah, they pay a little bit more in fees, but it's, a, it's really an, it's a tool to use to capture real estate using leverage when you can't get the money from a bank. Bank financing uh, and conventional mortgage rates are always going to be better. If you can close with conventional financing on a, on a transaction, you should close because that's going to be your best pricing. But if you don't have the time and you have a need for speed, if you absolutely positively have to close this transaction by next Friday and you give us a call, we can absolutely accommodate you. That's that's the market we serve. And thanks to Dodd-Frank, or no thanks to Dodd-Frank, depending <laughs> on what side of the uh, uh, desk you're sitting, um, we have more loan inquiries than ever um, for fast funding. Uh, can you rescue me in this transaction because we really want the house? And the answer, more often than not, uh, uh, in this market is yes, we can. And so for more information mm-hmm. about uh, the types of uh, loan products that we have, uh, uh, please go to our website at Pacific Private Money. Dot com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. All our information is on there. Uh, also, if you're uh, someone who's looking for uh, ways to boost your investment yield on your savings portfolio or retirement portfolio, uh, we call ourselves Pacific Private Money because we use private capital from private individuals like you uh, who invest a portion of their savings into one of our mortgage.
mortgage pool fund products for yields. Uh, right now, we're paying uh, uh, just over 8%. Uh, on an annualized basis in our mortgage pool fund. So, for again, for more information, go to our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And uh, I know that you've been paying those consistent yields for a few, year, a few years, years now. now. Yeah, three years in our fund. Uh, that's absolutely right. All right. So uh, when we get back, we're going to have some email time where we're going to ask uh, – we got a question here about uh, Mark charging prepayment penalties and for Patty about staging. All right. In nine, here's our uh, last trivia question regarding the Olympics. In 1972, which Marin County swimmer had his gold medal stripped due to testing positive for a banned substance found in his asthma medication? Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Turns out this guy was a friend of my brother's because they grew up together. Hmm. All right? Stay with us. The Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt and Patty Cohen. Last trivia question here, though, was 1972, again, our favorite year. Which Marin County swimmer had his gold medal stripped due to testing positive for a banned substance found in an, in his asthma medication? Like a lot of our drivers out there listening to this, I'm just it's at the tip of my tongue. I want to say Rick. 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 Rick DeMont. DeMont. That's, that's right. right. Rick DeMont. Oh, that was such a sad, horrible was, story. Yeah, because he even he apparently. He was totally he, innocent. He was. I mean, he, well, he. He did have it in there, but he like announced he had it. It wasn't like this real hidden thing. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was a long story. Okay. Um, so, Mark, uh, do you first of all before we get into deal of the week, uh, or excuse me, before we get into email, mm-hmm. what, what, what give me a give, give me a de- give me a deal of the week? Well, I had a call. In fact, on the way down to, to record the show, I got a call from one of my clients, a repeat client, uh, who was looking for a loan. He's a contractor. He um, is. Working on a beautiful home in Petaluma is about uh, 90% done, and uh, uh, although a lot of the expensive stuff you got to put on in is at the very end, and so he's run out of money, and it's not the first time because I've actually helped him on several projects over the years, uh, and so he called me and I said, well, what you know, what, what's going to be the finished value on this thing? He says, ah, oh, probably about 1.2 million. Of course, I can I can obviously verify that. Well, how much do you owe on it right now? Well, I've got a private party loan for three hundred thousand dollars in first position. That's it? So that's it. Yeah. Wow. So so he's got a lot of uh, potential equity there. And how and much he, does he need? Well, he need he only needs about two hundred thousand wow. dollars to finish it up. So I'm looking at something that's probably below fifty percent loan to value exposure. But the trick is, and this is why you got to go to a company like Pacific Private Money or your local hard money lender, because uh, a lot of lenders. Uh, well, no bank will lend because on command construction in progress. In fact, a lot yeah. of hard money lenders won't lend on construction in progress because they don't have a relationship with a title company that will give them title insurance the against mechanics, mechanics liens. liens. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of no's you get. So it's just difficult. But again, we're we're all about the story and we're all about the borrower. And of course, if you're a repeat client of ours, uh, we're you know we're likely to give you the benefit of the doubt because again, we know that you're a producer. You know, we know you're a player, and you've obviously made your loan. Pay Payments and you paid us off as promised on on prior deals. This is also the same client who came to us for a bridge loan to purchase his uh, owner occupied family residence uh, because the mortgage broker that he was working with 
couldn't get him a bank loan to close on this new home purchase a few years back because being a contractor and being in business, he kept moving money around all the time. So he didn't have seasoned funds. And so we needed to capture the property for him, allow him to move in, settle down, keep some money sitting in an account for a while so he could get a conventional bank loan on that, which he did within six months and paid us off. So again, that's an example of uh, uh, smart use of uh, private money loan. Uh, and again, we're kind of, we, we love to hear the story. Call us up if you have a loan need and just tell us the story. The phone call's free. And if we, if we can help you, we will. And if we can't, uh, we'll probably refer you to someone who might, or at least explain the reasons why, uh, based on um, the Dodd-Frank regulations, which are usually the reason why we end up saying no, is that we actually can't do it legally under the Dodd-Frank restrictions. But okay. more often than not, we're able to find a way. Well, that brings us right to our email here. Sure. It says, do you charge prepayment penalties on loans you make? So the the easy answer is no, we don't. Now, um, if the if we use our fund, uh, our mortgage pool fund, which we go to uh, first whenever we have a loan that we've green lighted for origination in our company, we'll look to see if we have money available in our fund or if there's a payoff imminent and we can uh, have the fund as the money source. Uh, all loans we make them from our fund uh, have no prepayment penalty. You can pay us back in six days, sixty days, six months. Um, now, if we use a if we put a private individual in there, because we still do individually funded loans as well. We work with individual investors. It's called trustee investing or mortgage investing, where you actually uh, uh, where a private uh, individual's name is is on the note as a lender. We still work with uh, with people like that throughout the Bay Area. Uh, in that case, sometimes they want a minimum interest guarantee. It's kind of like a promise uh, that you're going to make at least three or four or five or six payments. Uh, it used to be just a couple of years ago that most loans we made where an individual was the lender, there would be a minimum six-month interest guarantee. Well, that's kind of come down a little bit. Uh, well, it's, it's come down by half. Uh, for the most part, um, we find it difficult to uh, ask borrowers to commit to more than a, a three-month minimum interest guarantee just because of the competition. There's other people out there who also have funds who will make an, you know, a, a, a no prepayment penalty loan. So we're, so it's a little bit, uh, it's, a, it's a give and take depending on how we source the loan. But the general answer is we, we tend to prefer not to write loans with prepayment penalties. All right. Fair enough. So for more information, go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right. So, uh, Patty, we have an email here. It says, do you think staging is worth it and how long should you do it for? Oh, that's a good question. And, um, you know, that that answer is a st- for sure yes. And the answer becomes more of a yes as the years go by. So five years huh. ago, it wouldn't necessarily be. But it's all stemmed out of um, Home and Garden TV, HGTV. Really? Where there's all kinds of shows and everybody's an expert and they show you the before and afters. And um, huh. a lot of places around the country don't stage. They don't. And you, you can't st- afford it or it's just, uh, not the- it's just not the norm. But it wow. is the norm in the Bay Area. And, you know, you go in. It's like reminds me of back in the day around the country. You go in. The people are living there. The beds are not made. There's the cooking smells, the animal smells. It's like <laughs> yeah, people gross. don't prepare their houses like they do in the well, Bay Area. It, it, for the. Parts of the country that don't stage, I wonder if they would do much better if they did stage. Oh, they certainly would, especially if you're the only one that, that isn't. Yeah. So a staging is always a good idea, but in the Bay Area, people stage. And a lot of times, you know, the old, you know, it used to be that people didn't necessarily move out to sell their house. And with a tenant as a rental, they didn't necessarily get the tenant out. But right now, 
everybody either moves out or they get the tenant out and then they stage it. Yeah. Um, now, how much is how long you do it for and how <clears throat> how much does staging cost? Staging is about five thousand dollars, but I mean, it could easily in a big house with big furniture, it's easily ten, yeah. and that's entry. That's that's not doing all the. Is that per month or is that? That's the that's the design fee and the furniture to bring it in, and that's just doing the public rooms. It's not doing bedrooms. It's just about five thousand dollars. Now, if it's a little condo, it's going to be less. Sure. The big houses, just just right out of the gate, it's going to be ten thousand. Wow. Now, a typical contract is two months. And now what we're, what I'm experiencing here in Marin is a staging crisis. I can't – all of the stagers I use are out of inventory. Wow. Why? Because they're – the houses are taking longer to sell. Yeah. Oh, so their inventory, so their their all their props are are in homes, yeah. right? And because we have seventy six percent less inventory than we did in two thousand and twelve, a lot of stagers have left the business. Oh. So now the one now it's lean and mean, but they don't have inventory, and they're like, I, you know, I'm, we're going into a lean time right now, it's just time of year. Yeah. So I'm not going to buy new stuff. So they're turning down jobs. But so mm. back to back to the model of staging. So. Typically, it's a two-month contract, and then after that, you just kind of rent the furniture for a reduced fee, which might be $1,000. It might be $2,000. Yeah, because the stager doesn't want to have to keep going back and forth with all the furniture. Well, I mean, the the homeowner has invested yeah, 4000 yeah. or 5000 already, and exactly. they're not going to be like, take the stuff out. They still yeah. want, I want to get the job done. And I can I can easily see why you don't want a renter there, especially if the renter doesn't want to move. You know? Oh, and stagers <laughs> don't want people sleeping on their furni- on their beds and on yeah. their furniture. Now, here's a new novel thing that it that I've been seeing. It's it's going to come down to how do you stage for one tenth of the price? It's called virtual staging. So you provide vacant photos, and staging gets photoshopped in. Oh, so, okay. But but when you visit the house, you don't <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the problem. Yeah. That's why it's one tenth. But right now, you know, ninety some percent of buyers shop on the internet, and a picture's yeah. worth worth a thousand words. True. And you can't get dimensions by just seeing you know wood floors and vacant rooms. So the virtual staging is all about the pictures and all about getting people in the door. And once they're in there, well, well, you know, it, it was 10%, it was 90% ver- you know, discount for something. Sure. <laughs> you know? Well, give out your information one more time. And then when we cut to a break, we're going to actually uh, come back and we're going to have some uh, summary information for us. Oh, perfect. Thank you. It's um, Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N, at bestmarinagent.com. Uh, Four one five seven two two forty eight forty two, and I'm with Pacific Union International. Very good. Stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. That's eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety, or visit bestofinvesting dot com. Now back to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt and Patty Cohn. Patty, why don't you summarize things for us today? Well, you know, I didn't mean for anyone out there to think that the market is, quote, not good or cold. Or that it's a buyer's market yet. Yeah, it's not a buyer's market yet. And in fact, um, this I just read... Although the Bay Area's housing market is gradually normalizing, competition for real estate in some communities remains fierce. Oh, in yeah. fact, half of all U.S. cities where bidding wars are most common are located in the Bay Area with Silicon Valley figuring prominently into the picture. 
So we're strong. But just be aware of it. And it's it's taking a little bit longer to sell. You have to price correctly and all that. Yeah, because the high-end market is uh, slowing down a little bit, isn't yes. it? Yes. And we talked a little bit about how you know other parts of the country aren't enjoying the the um, the run up and appreciation that the Bay Area has enjoyed these last uh, what five six seven years. Uh, in fact, there's an article I, was, I saw that I thought was interesting. We won't get into it because we're we're running out of time. But there's still twelve percent of all U.S. properties with a mortgage. And this is a nationwide average. Twelve percent of all United States properties with a mortgage is still seriously underwater where the debt is 125% or greater than the current market value. Mm. Now, San Francisco, that number is 4%. San Jose, it's less than 2% yeah. of properties with a mortgage. So so for, so for there are very few neighborhoods in San Francisco and San Jose that, that are not uh, fully uh, recovered fully and, recovered yeah. and are in higher pricing. But it's just, it's interesting. You know, it's... Uh, uh, you know, real estate, as we talked about earlier, is still uh, we still think it is the number one wealth creator uh, in the country, and it's one of the reasons why I love uh, mortgage investing because I think re- re- real estate. If you can't afford to buy more real estate, one way you can participate in the strength of the real estate market is to participate in mortgage investing, and that is where you invest in a mortgage pool fund or in an individual note, also called trustee investing, and that's something that we specialize at Pacific Private Money. So again, for more information, uh, just go to our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Yeah, I always think it's kind of funny that uh, what Mark pays in a month is more than most banks pay in a year. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. True. <laughs> oh, one one last little tidbit on those underwater homes nationwide, 12% of all U.S. properties with a mortgage. Of those, 10% or actually 9% are owner-occupied and 21% are not owner-occupied. Interesting. Yeah, so double. Wow. So so double the, the, the homes. Uh, um, uh, owner. So a lot of those people who are buying buying homes uh, in the run-up in 2005 and 2006, not everyone has gotten rid of those. I mean, part of what, what the, the story behind the story is those people have been paying those mortgages all along. And even yeah. though they're still underwater, they're still paying. Well, so just don't because like to move. They not like the ev- house. Well, and every, not everybody walked away from an upside-down exactly. uh, situation. So, yeah. again, uh, credit to them. It'll Very good. good. For them, because they, they will have their day in the sun again. So I also want to remind everyone, uh, next week we're going to actually have a special bank of uh, bank, <laughs> a special best of investing show because our guest is going to be uh, Paul Kingsman, a friend of mine who was a national hero actually for New Zealand because he won in 1988 the bronze medal for the backstroke, and uh, he's going to teach us about distraction because he won i think uh, the bronze medal by three one hundredths of a second wow or three one thousandths of a second something something ridiculous how, how close uh, close it was very interesting yeah. and timely it very much so and our uh, guest co-host uh, will be rob spinoza of rpm mortgage and he's always got some good things about to he's say about uh, mortgages there so um we're going to go to here's our thoughts for the day mm-hmm. in the 1960s People took acid to make the world look weird. <laughs> now the world is weird, and people take Prozac to make it look normal. Right? <laughs> and did you know Prozac leads to Alzheimer's? So it will just be weird, and everybody will be out of it again. Uh, okay, it'll be weird, weirdly normal or <laughs> yes. normally weird. Okay, And uh, most of the problems in our life are because of two reasons. One, we act without thinking, and two, 
we keep on thinking without acting. <laughs> right? Yeah, interesting. Okay. Any last uh, quick words before we uh, cut out here? Good time to sell your house. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Good Patty time. Cohn, listing agent extraordinaire. That's right. 415-722-4842. There's a reason uh, your your uh, email is best, uh, agent, is <laughs> yes. because you are the best. You're, the, you're the bomb, baby. <laughs> All right. So tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free vacations for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for The Best of Investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. Opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.